Yeah, baby. Mask up. Social distance. Um, Oh, did we make this disclaimer? We live together, so there's no point for us to mask up or to socially distance. It's not like we're traveling to be here. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's just make that pretty clear. Yeah, and we're also, I can't do the whole episode with these Absolutely not. No, I'm going to suffocate this. It immediately destroyed the fact that we pre-cooled this room for so long. Instantly. Yeah, no, I don't feel well. All right, so you think anybody notices any differences already Um, with what we're recording? I'd say we definitely learned a lot from that first episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, the lighting's better. Camera yep. angle should be better. Hopefully. More, uh, centered. We're, we're going to try to make it not so uh, boring in here Blank. with the yeah. walls. We definitely have some, like, we have to find some decorations. We have some jerseys. We could throw up some scarves. We could throw up some random Michelin shirts. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of stuff. We can just, we got to take it one step at a time. Got the angles out of the way, and now we're going to get to a little set design, I guess. I mean, we've been collecting this stuff since, what, 2015 when we started? Yeah, literally since the first game that we were able to go to. Do you remember Do you remember why we became fans in the first place? Of the team? Yeah. Are you asking me or you know and you want to see if I know? Oh, I'm just asking. I'm asking because I think it was you that brought it up. I think, you, I believe yeah, you I sent think, it. I think like a lot of the draw was the fact that they were playing at Yankee Stadium. I'm a Yankees fan. And then... I didn't really care for it that I'm, much. But then. <laughs> and then I'm like... I would say loosely a City fan before I get chewed out by like Richie and Tom and Matt has receipts of videos that he can (laughs) try to prove (laughs) otherwise of me being a City fan. But between like City and the Yankees going going halfsies on this team, I think that was like a perfect storm. I'd say you were a a real City fan in the sense that you hated Jose Mourinho before he was with United. And so I think you were, you're probably more of a fan than any other City fan is at this point. Mm -hmm. But I think, well, I don't even know, dude. Why do you think that, so when NYCFC came around, like that wasn't the start of the MLS. Why do you think like NYCFC really got us into the MLS, I would say. Because we were, like, into it. Like, we... So, I guess we would say we sort of followed LA um, by way of you being out there. But, like, we never really cared for the Revs. Like, I've been to one game, but it was just because it was, like, a school trip. But we never really got into them quite as heavy as we are with the team now. I think, overall, it was probably being involved with the logo um, voting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just being involved in the start of the club. Yep. That really made me fall in love with it um and and not to mention going to that first game being there in the atmosphere uh and connecting with the team that's what really nailed it down i was that's when everybody kind of sat there and and was like okay this is definitely somebody uh in a a club that i can stand behind yeah there's probably a lot of people that got in the same way as us just because it's like to get in on the ground floor of something makes it like so much cooler i guess and you sort of really feel a part of the organization like as opposed to like i was talking about my city fandom like i may not feel like much of a city fan because i've only supported them for so long but it's like we've been with nycfc since like they were an idea basically since the birth yeah yeah so it's it sort of feels like you know we're a part of the club um that's probably why it's so cool to get into like doing this stuff too because we could like add a little bit of story to the club right do you remember your first favorite player that you had yeah i have i have his jersey <laughs> yeah who would that be i'd be mixed disc rude imagine the return <laughs> could you imagine what uh, it was like a tease like a few weeks ago yo a few weeks ago it was so fun to be an nycfc fan with the mls tournament on the horizon 
yo, we're getting over the summer. We're getting linked to anybody that you can think of. Any star in like non-American football is like, oh, we're about to get this guy, this guy, and we now know we've gotten yeah. nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, before the lockdown, we had just signed um, Acevedo. Yep. Uh, so in the sense. Like we got a, a we got a solid guy. I'd yeah. like to see him come out though. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it. I believe he's had enough time with the team to at least make an appearance. Um, yeah, I feel like Ronnie might be sort of treating him like even less than a squad rotation player. Like I, I would imagine that Ronnie wants to give him minutes, but uh, him being like you know for the most part unproven in our system because he's never played minutes with us. And then a tournament is, like, not a good time when we're already losing, like, you know, the tournament as a whole. It's not a good time to, like, do a tryout, basically. I feel like if Ronnie had that that last game Mm -hmm. against um, Orlando, when we came out with all those defenders, that it didn't work and it wasn't working. So I felt at halftime they should have switched over to, um, if they wanted to be defensively sound but still have people going forward and making runs and whatever yeah they definitely should have dropped a defender put on another defensive mid had two dms sans and acevedo just kind of controlling the midfield and then you know allowing one of them to make you know some progress going upfield yeah right i mean that's that's sort of kind of what you've seen sans doing and i know that this might not be something that everyone at the table agrees with but uh I feel across the fandom and in my own opinion that we've sort of seen Sands like become sort of what we would want out of like a deep CDM to a center back where he's getting played occasionally as well with Chano and Collins because we keep doing the weird three in the back thing with the with Tinny and Matarita on the wings like going up the field and we keep doing that even though it's kind of not working but Somebody who I feel like has been really flourishing in the system is Sands. Um, because he sort of, I watched, uh, which podcast was it? I think it was like the NYCFC Nation, or I listened to them. And I think the guy on there, Andres, he was talking about one of his big points was how like Ring went missing this year so far. Like he's, he's sort of just gone missing. Yeah, he's kind of, um, he's kind of just been there. Mm-hmm. He's still, he's still the ringleader he's oh, still yeah. the captain yeah but not yeah i do i do um see what you're saying when you say that he's mm-hmm. kind of just been there yeah he's sort of so the guy was saying that he's gone missing and i agree with you definitely not personality wise like ring is still our guy but uh in terms of like production he's definitely gone yeah. a little bit missing and i think that sands in a way you kind of saw in the orlando game he sort of picked up a little bit of that creativity. You saw him making a lot of like consistent passes. Um, and occasionally he even got up the field and he was talking to somebody about it, how he was trying to push up while he was allowing like Alex and Cheneau to try to man that backfield while he pushed up occasionally. But I just think he's, you know, sort of been doing the Lord's work <laughs> on our team because a lot of people haven't been doing the Lord's Sands, work on our I mean, team. Sands is good i don't think he's complete yet i think he's oh, very no. young uh-uh. um i think he needs to hit the weight room a little bit more I, mm-hmm. I he's definitely he's got the frame for it he just needs to build the muscle required to play in the mls because it's a tough yep. um physical league 
So he definitely needs to get in better shape. That's I I believe that's why um, Ronnie sometimes prefers to have uh, the tall dude. I can't even think of his name. The tall dude. The tallest dude on the in the world. On our defense. In our midfield. In our midfield. Oh, Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tall I don't dude. know why I couldn't. Well, it's hard to miss him, but it's then again, you watch him play, and it's like, is he on the field? Yeah. But um. <laughs> Yeah, Keaton. He he prefers Keaton because he has the frame and the strength at the same time. Yeah, I feel like Keaton. He sort of has a little bit more attacking, uh, right? Like responsibilities, um, which I don't know if he really fulfills them. But definitely, like you hit the nail on the head. Like the one caveat with Sands is like he needs to build muscle because the one place where he lacks is like. If you could see somebody like Josie Altador, like you know, a big striker, if they Destroying. if they throw that shoulder on him, I mean, he's you know he's falling back. He's, he's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, he broke his arm, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just overall, yeah, he needs to bulk up. He needs to get on something because. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he, he's young. He is young. It, it yeah. makes sense. He's gonna get bullied a little bit, but I mean, the but the other part of that is him being so young. It is amazing that he. Wins as many tackles mm-hmm. as, he, as he does. He's always uh, seemingly in the right position. He's always playing a forward pass trying. Yep. Um, I think Ring is our best midfielder. And I do believe that Ronnie kind of holds him back a little bit by by locking down the system and not allowing too much creativity. Yep, that's exactly I think it. That, that has murdered Ring and you know murdered the team in a sense. That, that's why we're not scoring as many goals. Mm-hmm. And the goal, well, the goal that we did score, the two goals, like it wasn't, it wasn't creative. It was like I think Matrita probably saw something throughout the game that Izzy also saw, and they just happened to take advantage of it, and they got that ball off at the right time, and they were able to, you know, capitalize on whatever they saw that you know they were able to catch a high line, and uh, you know that wasn't necessarily creative because it, you know it was one guy to one guy from the opposite side of the field. You know, yeah. there wasn't a lot of build-up play. There wasn't a lot of things going on where it was. I mean, it wasn't a spectacular, a spectacular goal. It was just like Matrita got it to him, and then yeah. Izzy buried it. The scary part about that goal and that win is that we didn't play well. We really, again, we didn't see, we didn't see signs of a system mm-hmm. again. But what scared me was the post the post-game interview with Ronnie, and he was sitting there saying, oh, they just stuck to the plan. So the plan for 90 minutes in a game that we have to win to even have a chance, the game, the, the plan that whole game was to play long balls and hope to, to beat somebody on the counterattack. Like, yes, that can work, but in, in a must-win game, that's not how you're going to go and score two to three to guarantee a spot. That's just how you, you're... you're that's the way to play when you just need a result, which we do. And I know it's bigger than just this tor- tournament, but at the same time, we we're New York. Like, when have we not been the team to want to go out and score four or five? Yeah, that's, well, it's that's like, what the fans expect. Yeah, we were looking for the clip before the game too, or before the podcast rather. Um, you were looking for the clip where it was like we all loved that infamous. Uh, Ronnie quote. Yeah, Ronnie quote before the season that got us so excited where he's like, I would rather go out and win a game five to four than win a game one to zero. 
Right. And then it's like, but two days ago we just won a game one to zero. And and it was what our second or third goal in the league. Like it's, and we we shouldn't have won the game really. I mean, no. It's and I'm not to say that we should have lost, but if you looked probably at the stat sheet and you watched that full game and you didn't know there was a goal, you'd probably say that that was like a zero zero draw. Right. And it just sucks that we like. Miami is kind of getting slagged off super hard by everybody, and I guess it's sort of deserved because they're like the new expansion team, and right. they they've had the longest uh, losing streak out of any team in history. But like for us to go out there and just not be able to beat a team in that position off four L's, they're a brand new club. They don't really have an identity, and we go on and we kind of mirror them. Don't yeah. have an identity. Uh, we just look poor in all all aspects. Even. The players in the team knowing after that first goal that we scored, knowing that a second goal means the world to the team, makes life so much easier so that we're not right now waiting for the Houston LA Galaxy game to hope to get another result. Yep. If we score another goal, it's so much better for us. And it just didn't like Keaton Parks on the sideline laying there. And yes, maybe his ankle hurt. Mm-hmm. Yes, getting stomped on the foot or the ankle hurts for a couple of seconds and then it goes away. But in a in a do or die situation, you yeah, have to, to get up. You have to get up and run it off. To blow the last minute of our stoppage. I mean, it was almost a full minute of our stoppage time blown. And I do say it's our stoppage time because it was like... It was in there. It was close to their third. Yeah, Miami, Miami wasn't making anything of that game. If anybody was going to make something of that game at the end, it would have been us. And for him to sort of just flop in the ground and and waste away our last 30 to seconds to a minute of stoppage time which is like such a incredibly frustrating way yeah frustrating uh end to a game but like it also i guess sort of fit the game for it to end fit the tournament fit yeah the, fit the start of the season so far yeah um but probably just to tune people in so like he was saying uh we right now are like in limbo about right. whether or not we're gonna be into the round of the 16 on that last spot um so it did make that it does make that game really suck because had we just scored another goal, then right now we'd be in. We just finished watching uh, the Vancouver game, and we thought we were so good until the end, and yeah. then they got that second goal, and it's like, all right, so now we have to that force ourselves down. to record so we're not crunching too hard for tomorrow. But um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tack on we're gonna do a live reaction I think on right, camera to the Dynamo uh, Galaxy game. Yeah, we'll probably just cut up clips i'm guessing of like hopefully big big moments yeah Yeah. uh and then after that if it goes our way it's probably more likely you're going to hear another 10 minutes from us yeah does it go our way the condition of of (laughs) where we'll be for those 10 minutes who knows uh because we don't deserve it but yeah but we're gonna celebrate who who am i (laughs) who am i not to celebrate yeah and if we if it doesn't go our way then we've this might be the last that you hear of yeah. that game right now. Yeah. But uh like he was saying, like we probably we don't if we don't go through, it's not like we're missing out on something that we deserved. Right. Um so it is what it is, just we're in the middle of it right now. We got the LA game coming up in yeah. in an hour at thirty uh, minutes. Thirty minutes. 30 and there's minutes. A, there's a lot of ways for us to go through. There's a lot of ways for us to go out as yeah. well. Yep. Um Basically, we just need L.A. to beat them. Beat them by two or less mm-hmm. or draw. Yep. Perfect scenes. Um, even a, even an absolute 
banger of a game, like 5-4, we're going through. Uh, as long as it's in the favor of Galaxy. I actually had a thought today while I was working. Um, kind of how the MLS could handle everybody being in the bubble right now and mm-hmm. still get more games going. Uh, all of the teams that are getting bounced out right now, if they have a game scheduled coming up against each other, why not knock them out right now? You have That's everybody true. tested. You have all of the fields, all of the facilities. They're in shape right now. Why not knock it out? And it's going to give whoever, ESPN, whoever wants to pick it yep. up, is getting extra TV yeah, money. Yeah, whoever picks extra it up. Extra exposure. I mean, yeah, these boy. players are already committed when they came here. Yep. If their team had you know had high goals, they're committed to being here for a month or two anyways. Yeah, so why not assume everyone has the high goals? I know so. it's it, it. I'm just a guy saying this. <laughs> like, I fully understand, but it just seems like a perfect scenario to sit here and go, "Hey, every, the people who are knocked out, why make their their season stop right now until yeah. who knows when? You know, have have in the worst case scenario." NYCFC go play Chicago Fire. Why not? Yep. Give Get us some fans. games. Give us something to, to watch. Um, it just seems it just seems right. Yeah, like you said, it loops back to what we were talking about at the end of last week. It's like now's the time to take advantage of the eyes. Exactly. Like in six months, you're not going to have the eyes anymore. Right. Uh, that is a really good idea, though, and give us some more NYCFC soccer. Cause exactly. It's looking grim, and if we can't watch them play for like another three or four months, it's just gonna it's gonna suck. It's dude. gonna be rough. I mean, yeah. I can't I can't tell you what kind of condition I'll be in if I can't <laughs> have some soccer to watch specifically from yep. NYCFC. So and then you have the prem coming to an end soon. Hey, so that, it's there's gonna be a drought. MLS million dollar idea, ESPN million dollar idea. I'll give it to you for free. Call us. <laughs> give me a call. But just link the podcast. That's all. Yeah, we just... It's a free idea. Just link the boys. One link on Twitter. Link the boys. Why not? Maybe a little Instagram. Take a picture with me, We're Commissioner. I don't the races. know. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so that one's free, 99. My ideas in the future will not be free, so just give me a call. All right? All right, cool. Um, One last thing that I think I wanted to ask you. So I was talking about Sands potentially being my man of the tournament, and I think we could, we could probably give our like man of the tournament now because even if we go through we don't deserve to so realistically our tournament's pretty much over no matter what happens uh so who do you think like who would you say has been the best player on our team that's interesting uh it's because we haven't really defended well at all Mm -hmm. so that's kind of it's kind of like the star player on a team you know having high excuse me high tackles High everything like that, um, but if you if the whole team is still conceding goals, you know, how much is that really affecting the squad? Yeah. Uh, so when I'm thinking my player, it doesn't necessarily need to be somebody who's high in any specific stat. For me personally, when the team's playing bad, all I'm looking for is somebody who's playing with the most heart, mm-hmm. who's running, uh, you know, running to every ball trying their hardest to scream at the teammates and say, hey, what are we doing? Get it together. Um, To me personally, that guy's Tati. He played with the most fire. He was always trying to make a run. Um, His shots weren't always on target or always the best, but he was always the one, in my eyes, trying the best. Yeah. Or trying his hardest. So that would be my player right now. I think that's the best player on the team right now. 
um, because me personally, I value heart. I don't care who lines up. It could be a random 11 with the MLS. You're kind of conditioned to do that because there's such a high turnover. Yep. Um, but I don't care who, who lines up. Just play with heart, and you and you win mine. Simple yeah. as that. Well, that's something that we really always see from Tati, and I'm, I'm glad that it's not just like a when we're down thing. Like Exactly. It doesn't matter if we're like winning by three or if we're losing by three. Like You always see Tati. He's throwing himself into those challenges. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's like very distraught when things are not going our way yeah uh he lets it be known too and i like that he also doesn't take anything from the other team like when they're you know when they're trying to not pick on him but you know they're giving our team a hard time and stuff like that like he's always the first to try to run up in a challenge and you know stick his neck out in front of a teammate and just kind of get his for his so yes He wears his heart on the sleeve. That's all you could. He plays for the badge. That's my favorite trait. Just uh-huh. play for the badge. It's so easy to. Oh, it's so easy. Yeah, I mean it. it so, and that's I like the chippiness that he plays with. Mm-hmm. So that's why he wins my heart in this moment. I think going forward, uh, as long as Ronnie trusts him, I think that he's going to be a really big part of the team. Yeah, it's cool to actually kind of see a coach trust him in a big way because he hasn't had that before, right. and he's been with us. For a few years, probably yeah. two or three, two, right? Three years, yeah. So, and no, Dame hasn't given him love. Vieira never gave him love. And I guess the one of the redeeming qualities of Ronnie is that he's here to give Tati some love, right. because we've been giving him love as fans and like nobody For a else. While. Yeah. I I rock his sixty five rated player in in <laughs> career mode. I'll play him over anybody. Right. I'll sign big players and play Tati over him because mm-hmm. he just plays for the batch. He's just one of those guys. Yeah, it's just um, such an easy trait to win the hearts. Right. So, yeah, sports. Give him a face. Give him a real face. Yeah. I think he deserves it. Genuinely, I think our team should be working with EA and get their real faces in there because uh, got some star boys. Yeah, we're definitely one of together. we're one of the powerhouse like MLS teams. I would say it's just for one reason or another we're not performing like it, and that's what's so frustrating. Um, but I wish we would go back to kind of being a feeder team for City, mm-hmm. where they send us their their newer signings that come and and hang out with us for a little bit, like Angelino, who was with us, then he goes over to PSV goes over to um, Red Bulls in Germany and really sparks their career. And now he's going to head back to City eventually and be a great player. Jack Harrison just got leads promoted. Promoted to? Promoted the to the Prem. So it's like, I want... That's our first uh, alum boy to get into the Prem, right? I mean, aside from Angelino, but... Right. You know, you he, could argue. He played, yeah, he, he played like two you know, he didn't, appearances. He didn't take the, the path that Jack took there to sort of... Jack lit it up. I really, love yeah, him back. Lit it up and carry his team. Man, that would be quite a retirement. Uh, who knows? In like eight years, we're still hill rocking and Jackie. Man, I'd be thirty something. <sighs> oh, I would love it. Jack comes back to the team and just tears it up. Yeah. The state of the MLS in the future could be so crazy if we if we just capitalize right now on things like this. Right. It could be so crazy. Oh, can we? I I, I just want to say something really quick. The bag fumbled by Charlotte. Oh, you guys had the chance to have the best name. What they do? They had they had the chance to have the best name in the MLS, and they decided against it. What would the best name be? Charlotte Town. Charlotte Town. Yeah, it would have been pretty. That would have been fire. so. 
I mean, it, even just to watch, that would be fun to watch. I'd watch them just because of their name. Yep, and they went with Charlotte just Soccer Club Charlotte or football? football Club. Football, okay. Which is like, ah, uh, Charlottetown sounds so much cooler. Charlottetown. And uh, I think or FC. Even just Charlottetown FC, like just yeah, have the town whatever, in there. <laughs> whatever it is, just have Charlottetown. Um, but I, I do think FC is kind of getting played out. There's, I think there's I a little too much of it. Um, especially because everybody's calling it soccer anyways, so it just doesn't make a whole ton of sense. But Yeah. And everyone wants to copy the 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 new boys from 2015 with the FC. So. The FC. Except, yeah, nobody wants to copy Orlando, which is cool, though. Yeah, FC. I think FC hasn't... I don't think there's been another team, right? Yeah, mm, I don't think... Nashville, maybe. I'd oh, have to look it you're up. you're right. You're right. I think Nashville. You are right. Um, but... In the context of American soccer, in this case, I think it's pretty cool to, to say soccer club. It is kind of sticking the finger to um, to people over the pond who are like, oh, you call it soccer, so why do you have so many FC players or teams? Yeah. So it does make sense. Uh, so I think what we're going to do is go ahead and wrap this portion of the video up. Yep. Uh, get ready to go watch... Um, this game the la game keep our like fingers crossed minutes and um give you guys some live reactions of that get get this all together hopefully um, get back on the mics afterwards very happy very very happy and uh right. moving on hopefully i'll i'll risk i won't i won't risk coronavirus to to celebrate <laughs> i'll be honest no, probably in, not. In theory, Unless though, it in was like head. with a bunch of fans, because we were almost ready at the beginning of the season, because oh. we had tickets to the home opener, Dude. and then it sucked so much. Like the was it the night before? I think we found the night out or two before. Yeah, it was one or two nights before we found out that we couldn't go, and we were like, had already worked up it to was... the point of being cool with being around all these people. Like, and we were even at the point. It's like, all right, we realize the season is probably about to get canceled. But let's Give just us one game. Yeah, let's get this one game in. It's been so long, um, but fortunately that didn't pan out. So how how many home openers would that have been? And inevitably, um, when we are allowed to go see them, how many is that? Six. Could There's you, only been six seasons. Could you we... imagine a world where where there's a home opener? Oh, that I think that's going to be the case. What I think by way of Corona. We're gonna miss the first ever home opener because we won't be allowed to go. That's gonna yeah, be the thing that breaks the streak. It, so it's cool. If I know, everybody... but it, it but the streak it does suck. Um, I did remember we have two shout outs to give. Shout outs. Two. Yep. Go. For we it. got these boys right here. Harford. These Harford yes. boys. Uh, we have some love coming for you guys soon. Probably. I don't know if it's gonna be. Probably not in the form of like a full length podcast. Um, but we do show you love on this podcast often. Uh, we try to get at you guys on Instagram constantly and try to like keep up with the fans. We do love you guys. You're the closest like professional club that we have to us. So and we're riding and we're dying right for you. And yeah, and you guys are on a tear. Imagine. I think it was last week you went in there, you stomped the Red Bulls at their home like 3-0 or something. And then uh, two days ago or so, you went in and you crushed whoever for like 1-0. So, I think those might be flipped, but... Maybe backwards, yeah, Might but either backwards. way, you either put way. the Red Bulls down, put so Bulls down. we're with you. We were with you anyways. Uh, damn, what a change from last season, right? Where, yeah. I mean, what, were we like 0-16? Oh, 
Um, I, it was rough. It yeah, was really it was, rough. It was but bad, but we're back and we're better. Whoever whoever's in charge of that club really did a good job of flipping everything. They they yeah. it seemed like they had such a high turnover. Yeah. New coach, new players, new kits, everything. I mean, it was a real turnaround. Did you see the uh, the assist that Mandanda had? No, I didn't. Bro, he kicked that from like literally from goal, and it just dropped on the new striker's foot, and he just took it to goal and put it away. Wow. Like, and I think he got um. He got goalkeeper of the week or something yeah. for them, so that was cool too. Yep. So um, six six points out of two games. I mean, it doesn't get better than that. Keep it rolling. Yep. Keep it rolling. We'll we'll love to come down and have some hot dogs. Yeah, they and had beers, some <laughs> some glizzies. Yeah, they had some um, hot dogs and beers. So. They had uh, fans at the game the other night. Yeah, I think we were working super super but also, social distance. Yeah, super social distance. We probably we weren't gonna make it out there probably either way if we were free just because it's yeah. a little crazy. Yeah. Um, but the people that did went cool, stay safe. Um, and then the second shout out would be Katie from NYCFC, the photographer. Yes. So I guess she, uh, we've seen her pictures before, definitely. I'm sure, even without knowing that it was her. But we uh, reached out to her to see if we could use like her photos, um, because she travels with the team. Like she's in the bubble right now and stuff. Right. And she travels with the team. She takes training photos and she kind of does all of their photo albums on their website and just across their social medias uh we reached out to her asked if we could use the thumbnails or use her pictures for our youtube thumbnails and audio podcast uh thumbnails she said yes um so thank you that's very cool uh so we'll be super, using those nice. yeah way more high quality thumbnails coming yeah um and but the, it's well not only to allow us to use them but yep. like Re- replying at all when you don't need to yeah right is like top notch and then replying quickly and yeah that's just i mean it was like 30 seconds like yeah. such class she just responded and she was like i hope it even helps you guys out and yeah. stuff like it's cool to see uh the love that i feel we probably would put back into the community or that we do like getting it back right. from us because it, it does make it seem like you know this nycfc community is super cool yeah i think that's why we try to even talk about other podcasts like i brought up nycfc nation and then last week you were talking about the cooligans yeah like i feel like it's cool if uh you know we all kind of have a common goal of just like loving the team and trying to grow uh the team itself the the team's brand yeah Yeah. because you know we're all in this together and we all are going to go through the downs and the ups yeah Uh, hopefully we get up in like 15 minutes we need it we need it boys we need a big up um, but yeah, shout out to everybody else yeah. making content for NYCFC. I think this this totally brings the club up to a different level. Yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be huge for exposure for the club, um, and it, as a result, we just get to be along for the ride and um, talk about our favorite club. So yeah, that's cool. Respect. So we'll be back uh, shortly. It'll be like a second for you guys, but yeah. with reactions like now. Right. Right now. All right. Cool. <laughs>